0: I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 19, How to Kick the Sugar Habit, part three. You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but it's not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome back to the show, my friends. Welcome to the weekend. I'm so happy it's the weekend. I love the weekend. I live for the weekend. I get to have my husband home. My parents are coming into town. We got a lot of great things planned. My son's birthday is this weekend. So lots of good stuff I'm really excited about. Plus, you know, with this COVID-19 going on, gyms are opening back up so I'll be back to teaching my fitness classes next week and I start teaching my water aerobics class this weekend. Of course there's going to be guidelines and rules for how many people can attend and, and all of that jazz but I'm excited that things are finally starting to open up again. I still see a lot of fear in people out there and I know that the fear is mainly produced Because the people who are really feeling that fear are the ones who are watching the news all the time. So just even talking to my neighbor, the fear he had that 1% of the population is dying from COVID, gosh, that's really not much, is it? And it's actually 0.01. It's not a lot, but just the fear he had and, and the desire he had that everybody wear masks to protect him. Um, and I guess I fall more into the category of I will wear a mask. I don't prefer to wear a mask. It's, it's uncomfortable for me to wear a mask. But at the same time, I know it helps those other people feel safe. But I follow a lot of researchers and medical doctors who really claim that wearing a mask is the worst thing you can do because it lowers your immunity and your immune system. You know, we, we need to breathe fresh air. We actually need to be in contact with germs. We need to touch things so that we can build up immunity If we're sanitizing all the time and washing our hands every 20 seconds and panicking. Actually that lowers the immune system on so many levels. Not just of washing away the bacteria, but imagine the stress that you feel that's taking a toll on your body. And so I'm not telling you not to wear a mask or wear gloves. I want you to do what feels right for you. And I want you to be okay with other people doing what feels right for them. Not having judgment on either side of this. Just letting go of all judgment of people. And you just do what feels right right for you and best for you and stay out of other people's heads of what's right for them and that's the best advice I can give you right now with this COVID-19 virus going on because there definitely are two different camps here and and it's okay I'm not saying one's bad and one's good I'm just saying go with the camp or whatever feels good for you and your family do that but I'm very hopeful that as you're listening to this podcast You're actually doing the things to boost your immunity. You can wash your hands and wear your mask and wear your gloves all day long. But if you're eating garbage and you're not sleeping and you're not taking care of the stress levels in your life, I'm sorry. But none of that effort you're putting into trying to stay healthy is going to help you one lick. This is what you need to do right here in this podcast is learn how to kick the bad habits. If you're drinking, if you're smoking, if you're indulging in any kind of drugs or pornography, this needs to stop now. We need to boost our immunity on so many levels emotionally and physically. So let's head back into the last episode here of how to kick the sugar habit. And I'm giving you more tips today. So do Get out your notebook, take notes, or come back and listen to this when you can. I may, however, just include a free um, guide in, in my podcast show notes of the things I've talked about in this podcast. So you can maybe just print that out and go back to that and refer to that. So always be sure to check the show notes of every single podcast episode I record. All right, here's my next tip then. You need to eat your veggies, a lot of them if we wanna get rid of sugar cravings. Because we crave more, um, because our body is starved for vitamins and minerals. Focus on adding one or two more servings of vegetables at each meal. They will crowd out your cravings for unhealthy foods just like that. So moms are right, aren't they? We do need to eat our veggies. And vegetables are high in vitamins and minerals. We can eat a lot without gaining weight. Once you start adding these foods to your diet, your body will naturally begin to crave them. It takes practice, but it does happen. It's amazing from my own experience and my clients' experiences. When the taste buds change, it is so exciting to crave healthy food. It's hard to eat five fruits and vegetables a day and binge on ice cream at the end of the day. The body can only take so much food. And if you fill your body with healthy, nutrient-dense foods, cravings for unhealthy foods will lessen substantially. Now processed foods, they are rich in simple sugars, but deficient in nutrients. Sugar is fuel for cells, but the cells need vitamins and minerals to do their job properly. People are craving more and more processed food because their cells are starving for vitamins and minerals, so they're suffering from malnutrition and they don't even realize it. Next tip, squash cravings by eating naturally sweet foods. Long before food processing, The only source of sweet tastes were plant foods such as squash, sweet potatoes, yams, carrots, onions, beets, blueberries, oatmeal grains, fruit, and spices like cinnamon. And it's no coincidence, these sweet foods are also excellent sources of nutrients, energy, and fiber. Everything we need to maintain our health. The best way to curb or alleviate increase sugar cravings is to provide the body with the sweetness that it needs by regularly eating naturally sweet foods. Sweet vegetables soothe the internal organs of the body and energize the mind. And because many of these sweet vegetables are root vegetables, they are energetically grounding, which helps to balance out the spaciness people often feel after eating other kinds of sweet foods. Adding in sweet vegetables helps to crowd out less healthy foods in the diet. Now let's talk about cooking methods for sweet vegetables. Um, That's gonna include steaming, roasting, boiling, and stir frying. Sweet vegetables can also be simmered and pureed to create a soup, or you can simply eat them raw or grated in a salad. Be creative. I love to roast big batches of veggies and have them ready for a quick meal or side. It's perfect with some quinoa and half of an avocado for a healthy fast food meal at home. Now, there are semi-sweet vegetables out there, and those include turnips, parsnips, and rutabagas. I do have a five-day whole food seasonal reset, which I talked about a little bit in the last episode. It's an amazing five-day... Quick reset of your system. Kids can do it. Parents can do it. Anyone. But it is an elimination type diet. I always try to include different types of naturally sweet vegetables in this reset. It is fun to experiment with new naturally sweet foods you may have never had before. And people often comment how my simple healthy recipes become their family's favorites. Add a dash of salt. To fresh fruit to open up your taste buds. It will taste sweeter. If we are on a healthier diet, nourishing ourselves with milder forms of sweet vegetables, we don't need a big sugar hit from a candy bar or soda to boost our energy levels. In fact, for most of my clients and me, candy bars don't even taste good to us anymore. And everyone loves that happy side effect of eating naturally sweet foods instead. On to tip number 11. You do need to eat. Um, I don't usually prefer you skip meals unless you're intermittent fasting, but you should and you can enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner to keep your metabolism working efficiently. I don't usually go longer than four to five hours between meals besides sleep. I try not to eat for 12 to 16 hours at night. So typically from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., or I might go the 16-hour shift, maybe my last meal was at 6 p.m. and I don't eat till 10.30 or so the next day. But most Americans overeat. We eat to be full. I love the Japanese saying, eat to be satisfied. We need to be mindful of eating only what we need. And to chew our food. Chew your food and fully taste what you are eating. Don't eat while you are distracted so your brain is experiencing the joy of eating as well. You will eat slower and typically eat less. It is incredible to me how little food the body really needs and learning to listen to your body is essential. And so my next tip is to balance your meals. Foods such as meat, milk, sugar, and salt they have extreme effects on the body. Seek out less extreme and healthier alternatives to satisfy you, such as vegetables. And when using salt, I like to use a real sea salt. I think your body does actually need salt. But your body naturally wants to be balanced. The food we eat is a major contributing factor to the overall balance of the body vegetables and whole grains have mild effects on the body many Americans are on a salty sweet roller coaster and I was on a wild ride myself up until I took charge of my own health to get out of cycle you need to deconstruct what you are craving and seek out less extreme healthier alternatives to satisfy you your body is struggling to create balance harmony and happiness. Cravings are the body's solution to underlying imbalances. And the next tip, sneak in more protein. So adding protein to your meals and snacks will help keep your blood sugar levels steady and reduce sugar cravings since protein imbalances can cause sugar cravings. And most people don't get enough protein. Think beyond the cow or the chicken, however. Be creative with quinoa, beans, nuts, eggs, greens, and fish. Try some chicken sausage without added sugar with beans and kale for a quick meal. And when looking at a meal or a snack, think of fat plus fiber plus protein. In the nutrition world, how much and what types of protein one should consume is highly debated. Some say that high quality animal meat is needed for optimal health, while others advocate for a plant-based diet. And you need to experiment with what works for your body at this time in your life. This way you'll be able to successfully guide yourself to your appropriate protein source. And my next tip is to get moving. I can talk about this forever. Many people wake up and sit in the car during rush hour, then spend all day sitting at their desk at work before jumping in the car for the commute home and then collapsing on the couch for the rest of the evening. Does this sound familiar? If it does, you could be putting your health at risk. Has anyone heard about sitting is now known as the new smoking? Oh yeah, it is that serious. And it's best to avoid sitting for extended periods. Cravings for sugar or alcohol are typical signs that you may need to get moving more. Movement throughout the day can help a sedentary lifestyle, even if the moves are minor. You can squeeze in extra activity during your day. You just need to think about it differently. Do any type of physical activity every day. Find movement or exercises you enjoy. I try a variety of stuff all the time. Whether it's some kind of dance routine, or a cycle, or a muscle class, or whatever feels good for me. I love Pilates and and bar. Those are some of my favorites to do. Water aerobics, though, all amazing stuff. Not only will your muscles thank you for it, but it will improve circulation, making you a little less tired. Physical inactivity has long been linked to a range of health conditions and emerging research shows that sitting for long periods of time doesn't just lead to a prominent waistline, but can result in some severe illnesses. Energy creates more energy. So when you feel like you're about to fall asleep, just get up, take a walk and get some sunlight. Set a timer, mark your calendar, and use bright post-its to remind yourself to move. With my clients, we experiment to see what works best for their personality. An easy start is to use a stand-up desk for part of your workday. Some other ideas could be to have walking meetings, walk with a coworker at lunch, or walk for two minutes every hour. Park further away from the entrance. Get off one stop earlier on a bus or train stretch. And my next tip is to have a plan. So whether you bring your snacks and lunch to work or planning to go to a restaurant, have a plan for what you will eat and when you will exercise throughout the day to keep you on track. When the decisions have already been made, it's easier to follow when you may be feeling weak. And I always tell my clients to plan their food 24 hours in advance. That way, they can really try to hold themselves accountable to their plan and what they're going to be eating throughout the day. When is your weakest time of day? Start to plan for that time period first and have healthy resources available. For me and most of my clients, it's around 2.30 to 4 p.m. when we crave something sweet. And when I'm craving sweets, I like to make a cup of tea to sip on, some kind of herbal tea, something that will satisfy that sweet tooth. So maybe a sweeter type of tea, like a hibiscus raspberry. I love that one. Having a plan may help you to avoid running out to a coffee shop for a pick-me-up, saving time, money, and your health. Or you could bring A favorite snack, which for me is organic apple with some almond butter and some mixed nuts for just a tasty afternoon snack. Going to a work reception or summer barbecue, load up on a salad or veggies before you go so you don't mindlessly eat a lot of faux junk food. Choose the foods with the most nutrients in them. If you're going to a potluck, bring kale or quinoa salad. Bring something you can eat and would also enjoy. where to get healthy, quick meals for when you didn't make a plan. This could be from a nearby restaurant or grocery store with a salad bar or deli counter. If possible, review the menu ahead of time, before you are hungry, to decide what is best to order especially important when you are taking out a client and may not have as much time to review the menu at the table. Think real food. If you want to indulge, ask a friend to share your meals when dining out. And now I want to talk about the urge jar. This is a concept by Brooke Castillo that has been life changing for me and many of my clients. And what you do is you just simply get a mason jar, in your home, a pint or a quart size, get some little pebbles or marbles, something like that. And every time you have a craving, I want you to not answer that craving. I want you to wait 10 minutes. It takes about 10 minutes for a craving to pass. Once you've waited 10 minutes, you drop a little pebble or a marble or a bead or whatever you have into this jar. The goal here is to get to 100 urges consecutively in a row. So you might have 20 or 30 urges a day, depending on your cravings. Some people it's just four or five, but you don't answer the craving. You wait 10 minutes, like I said, and the craving usually passes within that time. Maybe it's even two minutes, but you're gonna wait 10, and then you're gonna drop a marble in the jar. If right away you have another craving, you gotta wait another 10 minutes. You drop a marble in the jar. The really cool thing about this little preschool method, which does work for toddlers too, and their behavior, (laughs) just saying, is the brain likes to hear that little ding, you know, of you dropping a marble in the jar. It likes to see that jar fill up. The reward is watching that jar fill up and getting your health back which is amazing. And for a lot of people, 100 consecutive urges might equal 20 pounds of fat off their body. Now, how cool would that be? Just by, it's a simple strategy you could do if you're trying to lose weight and trying to get over those sugar cravings. And even your kids could do it. If you want your kids to come off of the sugar, give them an urge jar. See if they can try to manage their brain around sugar by resisting those urges too. Very good practice. So what are one or two items that we've talked about in this three-part series that you can start putting into action today? Think of choosing the low-hanging fruit, something you may have done in the past that would be easy to be successful at again. And once we are successful with adding a small habit, then it's easier to continue to add more to our lives. We are more accountable when we share our plans and goals with another person and then we write them down. We add more accountability the more people we tell and ask for their support on achieving this goal. And so I suggest putting your action plan in your phone with reminders for 7, 14, 21, and 28 days to keep you going strong. If you feel yourself slipping, you know, it's okay. Don't judge yourself, but just keep going. That's the important thing. Now, during health coaching, we focus on your goals and continue moving forward to achieve success. Have you noticed when you feel fully supported on a life change, it's so much easier? It is all about small changes that clients emotionally connect with for a life lasting change. And it's not a quick fix or temporary diet but having big aha moments that help you want to change and continue on your new path of good health. And this is how I felt when I was on my own path of losing that 40 pounds or whatever was on my body I was trying to lose. As I had accountability partners and and resources to go to and people to look to for help and guidance, it was easier for me to move through that. And so as a special gift to you guys, I would love to offer you a complimentary 30 minute discovery health coaching session where we can talk about one of your biggest struggles and I can coach you on that. All I do is meet clients on the phone, which is Zoom conference call. So if you have a Zoom conference call or you know whatever, that's how I like to do my coaching with my clients. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys if you're interested in that. But the clients I work with are typically eating the standard American diet. So we look at nutrition. We also focus on brain health, including depression, anxiety, headaches, and negative thinking. And I've got some times set aside each and every day to help people just like yourself come and get coached. See what it's like to have a coach. And it is amazing. I want to quickly talk about just my five day whole foods reset challenge real fast because I do have a special group date planned for that if anyone is interested. Um, You know I have the coronavirus diet which is an amazing immune boosting protocol, five day protocol. You're welcome to purchase that, it's really awesome. But my whole foods detox, my whole foods cleanse, my whole foods reset, it's all the same thing. It is really an elimination diet to help you find the foods that work best for your body. You will see results after just five days for sure. And so we do this as a group, but you can do it on your own whenever. But sometimes I set about four dates aside throughout the years for spring, summer, winter, and fall to do this five-day reset together so you have support, you have a group you can come to. And if you're listening to this, hopefully sometime in May, our next group start date for the summer reset, so you're going to purchase the summer meal plan, we start this together on May 25th. That is Memorial Day. Can you do it? May 25th through the 29th. And I want you to know you have tons of support. We have a private Facebook page we meet on, and I'm on there daily and sending you emails and all the great stuff you need to know in order to be healthy. Okay, so that's what I really wanna tell you about today is that Five Day Reset is there to help you kick the sugar cravings for good. You and your family, you sit them down, you say, hey, we're doing this for five days we're all in this together. It is going to be a little challenging. There might be some headaches and fatigue on days two, maybe three, but we're going to feel amazing by day five. We're going to feel really good. We're going to try to keep that sugar out of our body. So if you're interested in that, go to healthcoachheather.com and sign up for the five day whole foods reset. You can also find that at healthyfamiliesrule.com and I will link to it in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on in today and listening to part three of how to kick the sugar habit. If you're enjoying the show, please go over to iTunes and rate and review this show. Your reviews help more families find this information to get their kids and themselves healthier each and every day. That's what I'm here to do is to help support you guys if you want to come on over to our private facebook page it's healthy families rule come find us come join us i also have a business facebook page health coach heather you can just type that in i should come right up come follow me on instagram health coach heather where i'm posting video recipes and workouts and delicious foods and snack boards lunches things that are really going to inspire and help you to be healthier and of course, coaching advice, as always, beautiful quotes and things like that. Thank you guys. Have an amazing rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.